Let's talk F1 and what is going on because it is a, a seismic change when Lewis Hamilton's went to Toto Wolff and said, hey, guess what? I'm not actually going to see out my two-year contract. I've decided to use that clause you allowed me to put in. I'm going to my, my – I'm, I'm ticking the bucket list. I'm going to Ferrari for about $87 million a year and change. <laughs> How long the contract is, we're not so sure, but Ed Spencer from Total Motorsport might be able to help us out. Morning to you, Ed. Morning. How are we all? Yeah, we're good, mate. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot of chump change for Lewis Hamilton. Is he making the right move going to Ferrari? He has nothing to prove, but is it a wise move competitively? I think he has everything to gain by going to Ferrari. Ferrari do have the tools in place to get amongst the championship contenders, not least challenge Red Bull, but they've been lacking something. With Lewis coming in, it adds another dynamic because him with Charles Leclerc it really strengthens that team. And there's also been rumours going around that Peter Bonington might be moving. Um, Lewis Lewis was influenced by Loic Seller going from Mercedes to Ferrari. And really, I think this is a, you know, it's a case where he has nothing to lose and all to gain by it because at the present time, it doesn't seem like Mercedes can really challenge for the championship in the next year or two. And he might as well go and try it out. I mean, Michael Schumacher took the gamble leaving Benetton when they were at their peak to go to Ferrari, and look how that turned out. So, yeah. so Lewis, he has everything to gain. Ed, I'm glad you talked about Michael Schumacher, because this move reminds me of Schumacher going back to Mercedes in his last years of racing, and it didn't really work out. And it all comes down to the car. Hmm. It does, but there was factors with Michael. Michael had been out of... F1 for about four years when he came back and he had limited testing time. This was the era where testing was going from unlimited to limited. Lewis is going to be coming in fresh from another team and he's going to be pretty used to knowing the fact that he will be in a Ferrari at some point. He knows that his future is safe and he also has the backing of, you know, the Ferrari group. John Elkman was very clear. We'll roll the red carpet out for you. And also, Fred Vasseur will help him blend into Ferrari because the, the two worked together at ART uh, in GP2 nearly, nearly 20 years ago. That makes me feel very old. Um, <laughs> but, um, Tell me about I it. Think, I, I think Lewis will do fine. I don't think it'll be a case where, Mike, where unlike Michael, where he just didn't yeah. really have the tools to, to, to fight for the championship. No, no, fair fair play on that one. Do you think Toto Wolff was honestly blindsided by this or he knew? I think he had a hint um, that things were on the on the on the on the change, um, because obviously last year Mercedes kind of there was a sense that they were improving, but they weren't improving fast enough because we had one weekend, let's say like Mexico, where they were really fighting for second and third, and then they go to races like Brazil and they are looking, you know, not quick. They're looking slower than an Alpine. So Toto probably had a, an idea that if we don't improve or you know, Lewis has got that exit clause in his contract. He could go. And Ferrari was the last, you know, piece of the jigsaw puzzle for Lewis in his F1 career. So I think Toto had a hint. And that's probably why he's probably got his options lined up or ready to go. And he's also got George Russell who can jump in as the number one driver um, for, when Lewis, for when Lewis does leave. Not, not, con- not convinced with George. I'm sorry, I'm not convinced with George. And, and who and who do you put in there? I mean, is Mick Schumacher... Toto suggested he might, have, quote, have to be bold. Is is Mick Schumacher a, 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 a bold move? It's a bold move, but it's not going to work, um, to be honest with you. I think Mick is going to be quite low 
go down the list of drivers who are rumoured to be in that chancellor seat. The ones who are at the front of Carlos Sainz, who obviously makes way for Lewis, although Audi are rumoured to be in the hunt for him. Alex Albon as well is in there. Uh, Esteban Ocon, Pierre Gasly are there. They're about Daniel Ricciardo as a chance. But the, <laughs> How many do we want to name? <laughs> but the, the one that the one that everyone is talking about is Kimi Antonelli, who is a very hotly rated Mercedes Junior and has had a meteoric rise through the ranks. He goes into F2 this year with a top team in Prima. Mm. And if he has a good year, then who knows? He may go really well and say, let's stick a 19-year-old kid in. Wow, but the stakes are enormous. Would would you do that? Would you do it? I mean, and when I, I think, say the stakes, Ed, we are talking about money stakes, huge money. I think at the end of the day, F1 is about risk as well. And if Kimmy shows he's ready, there's no point sticking him in a, in a lower car for one or two years so he can develop it. If he's ready, go for it. You've got nothing to lose. You need to get someone in who is going to really capture the imagination and give George the help he needs or even, you know, better beat him. Do you think Carlos Sainz sits out a season and goes to Audi? I don't think so. I think he's still very motivated and still wants to push for, for victories. He's still, a, he's still a fairly young man. He's nearly 30 years old, but yeah. he's still got that talent, I feel, to really challenge for podiums and even the odd victory there. And then. So it would be rather foppish for him to go and say, you know what, I'm going to take a year out and wait for Audi because you never know what the Audi project's going to be like in a year time. It may not be fully ready. Yeah, but I'm wondering where, where does he go then? Where, where, where do you think, okay, so we know the Mercedes seat is then and you would suggest with his ability to test and being a, and just being a good bloke as well and, and a good driver, that would be an obvious switch, but it might not be a switch Mercedes one because they might want to develop a Mercedes driver. So what are the genuine options for him? I think, obviously, maybe going to Sauber a year early and maybe having that year at the back and getting used to the team systems and getting used to the culture around it. Bearing in mind, Andrew Seidel, who used to be there at McLaren, he's there already at Sauber, so it's not like it's going to be a completely alien environment. The thing that which might sway him against Mercedes is the fact that he may be seen as a bit of a placeholder until, let's yeah. say, Antonelli. Let's say Antonelli goes to Williams. So I think Carlos is looking for that long-term stability, and that's why I see him going to Sauber, and then when it goes to Audi, yeah. you know, the, cha- the challenge is there for him. It, it all makes sense. The, the Williams story is an interesting one for me once they got bought out by the venture capitalists, and you've got Alex Albon, who is, has suddenly grown about three legs and has, and has led that team beautifully with Logan Sargent. And and with Valves there, you suggest that maybe does he does he go elsewhere or is, can he see a, a real future there? He needs to weigh up his options. I think that's the first thing he needs to do. Let's see which teams are really serious about wanting him because there were rumours going around that he was going to go to Ferrari before Hamilton took the seat. Um, I think if Williams do improve again if let's say they go up another place in the constructors, let's say they finish sixth or finish fifth and start beating Alpine and start beating challenging Aston Martin, then he may think, you know what, I'm happy here. Let's stay for one more year and see what happens at, uh, at a Red Bull, for example, or maybe even a McLaren. Although that's very unlikely at the moment with both their drivers tied down, Aston Martin as well with, with questions regarding what Fernando's going to do. But Williams do definitely seem like they're building something. There seems to be a lot of good energy around that team. And I think he trusts James Vowles, and I think he trusts the process 
on taking Williams back to where they really belong, which is near the front of the grid. The whole red ball sort of dynamic is, is, is one that you just cannot stop talking about because Helen Marker opens his mouth and suddenly it creates a storyline. I just wonder where where they look at Ricardo long term, and from our perspective, uh, Liam Lawson. I mean, we we believe he's good for twenty twenty five at uh, Visa Cash App uh, Racing Balls for twenty five Lawson. But what about what about Ricardo? Where does he stack in your mind? I think Ricardo's in a bit of a prickly situation. He needs Perez to really have a horrible season if he wants a chance of Red Bull. And even then, he's not guaranteed because Yuki Tsunoda is getting better and better all the time. I think Ricardo should be looking more at Mercedes. I know they you know, kind of poo-pooed it, the idea of him going, but the thing that may stand in his favour is not only the fact he's still quite quick, is his marketability. Daniel yeah. is very popular amongst the fans. He's very popular in, in America. It, that might swing his favour slightly, but Red Bull are in a bit of a logjam at the moment because they need to get Lawson a seat before he gets snapped up by another team. And that's the question that Liam will be asking himself is how long realistically can I wait for one of these drivers to move? Because there is a number of juniors coming through and there's a number of top drivers staying where they are or moving around. So he needs to move quickly and he can't wait around for Helmut Marco or any boss, sorry, or Lauren Mekis to make up their mind and say, okay, we'll put you in. If you were a boss right now, team principal right now, and I, I want to ask the, ob- the obvious Kiwi question. Would you be approaching Lawson's management? I mean, he's obviously pretty hot after what he did last year as a fill-in. We understand that. And as soon as team principals see a quick driver who can adapt very quickly, they get all excited. Would you try and, and have a crack at Lawson? Absolutely. I think there's definite there's definitely good reasons to have him. I mean, what he did last year in the Alpha Tauri was very impressive, especially with the fact that he had very little testing. He had to learn some of the tracks like Singapore, and he got really thrown into the deep end at Zanvo, and he did a fine job in awful conditions. So if you're a team boss, you think, yes, okay, we'll get Liam as the second driver, and then we'll look at who's around on the experience side, Nico Hulkenberg being one of them, or Valtteri Bottas or Kevin Magnussen, and we can pair them up, and we can give them an idea we can give Liam time to to grow even more than he already has done. Where would you like to see him if he's not going to be if he's not going to be in the Red Bull stable? Who do you think should be looking at him now? Who who should who should they crack? I think it's very difficult to say uh, who who could get him. Um, I think Aston Martin would be bold to go for it because mm. at, he's a very exciting young driver and he's got a lot of potential. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be so sure on, let's say, a top, top team because I think he still needs a little bit of time. But I'd also have, maybe have a look at Alpine as well in case one of their drivers moves on. Bearing mind, wow. I've mentioned Gasly and O'Connor in yeah. the hunt. And maybe, and if, let's say, uh, let's say Stake or Sauber, you know, they don't see enough potential in Teo for chair, they might as yeah. well give Liam Lawson a look. Wow, interesting times. Uh, what did you make of uh, the, the turn down of Andretti Cadillac? I was quite surprised. I And for me, and I've been talking to my peers about this one, this is all about money. Nothing more, nothing less. You can you can make as many excuses as you want, but the 10 teams on the grid just don't want to share the pie. It's a, it's about money. I don't see, I don't really, agree, I don't agree with any of the reasons no. offered by F1 to say that, oh, well, they wouldn't bring prestige or 
they wouldn't you know be competitive. Well, first off, no new team is instantly competitive right off the off the bat. Braun was a bit of a fluke in the fact they had that car ready and they had the best engine in F1. And secondly, the name Andretti is synonymous with motorsport, particularly Wilbur Sport and Formula One. Mario is a world champion and Michael did do a stint at McLaren in, in 93. I think it's a case of money and I was very disappointed as, uh, as a race fan because also it shows us, you know, that the F1 door is shut in the fact that if you're a Primer or you're track house racing or if you're a, any kind of junior or multi-series team, it's shut. You're going to have to really jump over so many hurdles to even get a look. And when you've even got the backing of General Motors, a huge, con- a huge company, it shows that, you know, they're very happy having those 10 teams. But at the end of the day, it could backfire when, let's say, one of these teams like Haas, for example, says, well, we, we can't compete and we're down to 18 cars. And for a sport that is growing all the time, that would be quite embarrassing, I would think. Now, that's I'm glad you said a sport that's growing because I've got this. Uh, it, it may sound a little bit negative, Ed, but I'm looking at the competitive nature of Formula One and I'm wondering how long does the growing uh, American audience put up with it? They love competition. They don't want one team going around winning everything. They don't want competition. I don't think any F1 fan wants constant dominance. Unfortunately, it is part of the sport, in any sport, that is. But with F1, with the fact it's growing and the fact there's still a very new audience, and the fact there's a lot of fans who came in via Netflix and also for the Mm. fact they came in via social media, you cannot lose that that fan base. So you need to get more more teams in. I think it would be beneficial if we had 24 cars and if we had two entities which could compete, bearing in mind Road and Carlin or yeah. Road and Racing, as they were called, were also going to think about entering and they would have been a benefit, benefit for sport. So the sport needs to be careful of chopping its own nose off despite its face by rejecting teams like Andretti. So I think it's a bit of a concern. One final thought. How close do McLaren get to Red Bull this year? Oh, that's a good question. Um, it's very good. I think McLaren are definitely the team that I feel are the best suited to challenge uh, Red Bull. And I think they'll get close. I definitely think, I definitely can envision Lando and Oscar getting a win each this year. But at the moment, I still feel Red Bull have that dominating edge. And McLaren will probably need a slice of luck, but every team will need that. Have you got your mouth around Visa Cash App Racing Bulls? Uh, I just call it Minardi. <laughs> Ed Spencer from, call- from Total Motorsport. I appreciate the time, man. Have a have a great right. day. Thank you very much. Have a good day. <laughs> Thank you, Ed Spencer, TotalMotorsport.com. Check it out. It's, it covers everything, including IndyCar, Formula V, the whole nine yards, and that's what his thoughts are on what has been happening in Formula 1. If you've got a thought about what uh, Lewis has done, Lewis Hamilton has done, and going to Ferrari, and you, and you love your Formula 1 or your motorsport, feel free to give me a call on 0800 That's 0800 Or you can get on the Timber Bed Post text line. That's a simple one, that one. It's 8833. That's 8833. Timber Bed Post. Uh, like no other. So get amongst it this morning here on Waitangi Day. It is 6.20. Stay with us.